Welcome to the Keep Playing podcast. It's all about what businesses can learn from sports. I really like sports. I'm a businessman and I've always been interested in sports. I find it fascinating to see what I can learn from athletes, no matter what sport they're in. I'm amazed about their determination, their hard work, creativity, and how they learn from mistakes. They never give up. They work well in teams, and the best ones keep going, no matter if things are good or bad. Hello and welcome to episode 16. I have chosen to call it Miracle on Ice. In this episode, I will take you back to the Winter Olympics in the US in 1980 to talk about ice hockey. The band Jefferson Starship actually has nothing to do with this episode. However, I was reminded of one of their songs when I started preparing this episode because their song It's Not Over Until It's Over perfectly encapsulates the ice hockey match between the US and the Soviet Union at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid in 1980. Jefferson Starship's lyrics go like this. The odds are against us. They say we don't stand a chance. But there's no giving up, no giving in. When push comes to shove, you got to fight for what you love. You do what you must, do what you can. And then later, it's not over till it's over. I think that this ice hockey match was not only the highlight of the Winter Olympics that year. It was the Olympics. Even to this day, more than 40 years later, it is what I best remember from Lake Placid. Or, to be perfectly honest with you, the only thing I remember. Although I was not there, I was not in Lake Placid. Instead, I was sitting in front of the TV set in my parents' house in Denmark. I think it must have been in the middle of the night. I was a teenager back then and not really interested in ice hockey. Winter sports are not a big thing in my native country. Too flat and very little snow or ice skating. So why was this ice hockey match so fascinating? For several reasons. One, it was a very close match and full speed ahead from the very first minute. It's a true David versus Goliath story in its very essence, even before the kickoff. It was at the height of the Cold War and there was a lot of political context background. And finally, it was a proxy for a real war between the two superpowers at the time, the Soviet Union and the US. Although I did not understand the full context as a teenage boy, I did understand that this was a match between two teams who fought 
about more than just winning an ice hockey match. So let me take you back to that cold winter day 43 years ago. On February 22, 1980, the United States men's ice hockey team, led by head coach Herb Brooks, pulled off one of the greatest upsets in sports history by defeating the heavily favored Soviet Union team 4-3 at the Winter Olympics uh, in Lake Placid, New York. The Soviet Union had won the gold medal in five of the six previous Winter Olympic Games and was expected to win again in Lake Placid. The United States team, on the other hand, was composed mostly of amateur players with only four players with minimal minor league experience. The United States had the youngest team in the tournament and in US national team history. The victory became one of the most iconic moments of the games and in US sports. Equally well known was the television call uh, of the final seconds of the game by L. Michaels for ABC, in which he declared, Do you believe in miracles? Yes! In 1999, Sports Illustrated named the Miracle on Ice the top sports moment of the 20th century. As part of its centennial celebration in 2008, the International Hockey Federation named Miracle on Ice as the best international ice hockey story of the past 100 years. And a few days later, after the Miracle on Ice, and again after winning gold medal by beating Finland, the US team even received a congratulatory call from then President Jimmy Carter. I will not in this episode go into any deeper details about the match itself. For that, I would suggest that you check out uh, some of the many video clips that you can find on YouTube. Instead, in this episode, I will focus on what I think business people can learn from this particular ice hockey match, Miracle on Ice. Because one thing is the match itself and the enthusiasm afterwards. What I find as a businessman even more interesting, and which I actually felt that February night back in 1980, is the energy, the willpower, and certainly the US team's ability to withstand the pressure that it was facing during the remaining or the last 10 minutes of the match when the US team was leading 4-3. to three. The Soviets came full throttle to score an equalizer, but they didn't. It was probably the longest 10 minutes in everybody's life that evening. The average age of the US team was just 21 years making it, as I said before, the youngest team in US history to play in the Olympics. And because of the Olympic rules at the time, they were all amateurs. 
Contrary to this, the Soviet players were de facto professionals with years of full-time experience, employed by industrial firms or military organizations for the sole purpose of playing hockey on their organization's team. And this is where I think this story becomes relevant in a business context. Let me make an analogy to the world of business. Think about this. On the one side, you have a company with all the resources in the world, a team of experienced employees, full of confidence. This company has won every order, every pitch, and every piece of business as long as anybody can remember. Now it thinks it's God's answers to everybody's prayer. It is so full of itself that it can hardly stay in its own body. On the other side, you have the new kid on the block. It doesn't know about the incumbent's past success. Besides, it couldn't care less. The new company is here to play, here to do its best, to learn, to win. And even when it doesn't win, it isn't a loss. It is an experience, knowledge to apply in the next contest. Company B, the new kid on the block, is all about doing your best, being happy, going lucky, enjoying the ride, and savoring every moment. And then one day, the incumbent is facing the new kid on the block. It should have been a walkover. But then, it turns out that it wasn't. Surprise, surprise, the new kid on the block actually won. The magic of the underdog is that it can win against all odds. Past successes do not guarantee future wins. Sometimes the new kid on the block wins. While the incumbent feels cheated, the new guys are just elevated. They don't even think about the incumbent. They just celebrate and enjoy the moment. If you have listened to this podcast for some time, you might remember that I keep coming back to complacency and self-righteousness. In my view, both deadly business sense. I see it so often, and every time I ask myself why. Why do companies become complacent? Why self-righteous? Why this need to feel superior? Why think that you deserve to win? Why think you can just lean back? The miracle on ice was indeed a miracle. February 22, 1980 will forever be carved into the journals of sports history. But you see, the irony is it didn't have to be a miracle. The miracle only happened because the incumbent allowed it to happen, even if this was never the intention. As a company, and certainly a company dominating an industry, never forget your roots. Once you were the challenger yourself, once you were a startup, once you were young, 
once your team was a bunch of amateurs with little experience. But you had an immense appetite. You enjoyed the game for the sake of the game. You didn't think about money or profits or returns on investment. You did what you did because that's all you wanted to do. Remember that Goliath never saw David as more than an insult. And where did that leave Goliath? Dead. So do not become the next Goliath. Stay alert. Never forget your roots. Enjoy the ride. And never feel entitled. Win or lose. And when you lose, learn from it instead of feeling cheated. Be the miracle on ice. Be that U.S. ice hockey team in Lake Placid that day in February 1980. Be a businessman or woman because that's all you want to be. Accept that sometimes you win, but not always. You don't deserve to win, and certainly not every time. But you do deserve to feel good if you did your very best. This is perhaps the biggest win that you can ever have. And always remember, it is not over until it's over. That's it for now. End of episode 16. I hope to meet you again in episode 17, where I will talk about football again. In the next episode, I will discuss Brazil's loss of the World Cup in 1982 in the final against Italy. One of the best World Cups, if you ask me. One of the best football matches ever. And of course, I will discuss the relevance for us as business people. I have called this episode, When You Are Up Against Paolo Rossi. Until then, bye bye.